What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack and today we're going to be talking all about building strong networks and why it's so important to have a huge network and why you really shouldn't burn bridges unless you're really sure that you need to burn that bridge in order to better yourself. So, cue up theme song, we'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Well, today I want to just say thank you, and I also want to say thank you to Dot Docs, D-O-T, D-O-C-S.com, for sponsoring this. If you're doing anything with D-O-T and you want to simplify it, taking the complexity out of compliance is what Dot Docs does. They are also one of our companies. So <laughs> super stoked to have you guys here. Super stoked. If you, if you use trucks in your business, you're going to want Dot Docs. Check it out, D-O-T, D-O-C-S.com. All right. So today, let's talk all about building strong networks and why it's so important to like use that flex that muscle of building your strong networks and building your network. And it's, it is a muscle, right? Like you got to admit that if you haven't built a network in a while, if you haven't been networking and you go out and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to build this. And then you're like, Oh, that's not so nice. It kind of looks like my muscles do. Right. But then if you're like, Whoa, you're like the rock after you've been doing it for a while. And you're like, Oh, look at this. That's how you build, you know, you build your network is you, you, the more you do it, the easier it gets, the stronger you get, the bigger your network gets, the better it is. So why is it so important to build individual relationships that get that make your network go like, let's start there. As a leader from the middle of the pack, why is it so important to build that network? Because you're a leader in the middle of the pack. Are, are you like, d- d- like, for reals, mind blown? I know. But when you're in the middle of the pack, it means that like everybody is around you all doing their own thing and you are a leader and you don't have hiring or firing authority. Like you may not even be considered a manager at your business. So you've got to be able to convince people to help you. You've got to get them on your side. You've got to build your network with them. So I'm going to start by telling you a little story. Uh, whenever I was working for this company, I was their, their DOT guy. And when I first went out, I wasn't a super nice guy. I was kind of a prick, right? And I didn't build a lot of relationships with a lot of good people. And then after about three months of traveling all the time, I was like, you know, I'm going to be seeing these people all the time. Screw going out and being a prick. I'm going to go out and be a super nice guy. And I am going to get them to be into compliance on their own and make it their idea and help them to get there. Like no matter where we're at, no matter what we got going on, like I'm going to help them get there. And the way I'm going to help them get there is by fostering relationships. And I'm going to get them to where when they have a problem, they want to call me. They don't hate to call me. Right? So I started building those relationships across the company. Well, fast forward, okay, two years after that, our company got bought by another company. And I was part of that deal. They acquired me, sent me up to the corporate office of the new company. I started working remotely for the most part, but out of that other office quite a bit. And uh, I was down in Houston once a week and I started fostering relationships around that office as well, building my network down there, talking to some of the key people in the key areas. So every time I go to Houston, it would be, um, we'd get a lot done, but it was also a, a really big networking thing for me. I would go down, I would chat with people, I'd get in front of them, I'd talk about their kids, talk about their family. I was very likable. I got to know them. I didn't necessarily like make a huge difference in their life while I was there, 
but I got to know a lot of different people in a lot of different areas of the company whenever I was down there. All right, fast forward a little bit more. I continued building my networks and my relationships around the entire company, now seven different companies in all. And I was building my relationships within those companies and about 98% of the people really liked me because I, I talked about them, I cared about them, right? I worked with them individually and personally. We had personal conversations. We had business conversations. They knew I wasn't a prick. They knew I was there to help them, not to hinder them. I wasn't going to be a whistleblower and go do a bunch of crap. I, I would go down and help them get in fixed and get it on the right page. And it was a way that they enjoyed, not a way that they hated, right? Knowing that when I walked away, they'd do whatever they wanted to. They were going to do whatever they're going to do anyways. So I had to convince them that they needed to do it right. Okay, so I spent a lot of time doing that. Fast forward, I get a new boss. New boss comes in, does stuff the old way, doesn't really build a network. He's an ex-cop, thinks he's this god when it comes to DOT and fleet. And he was just, just perfect in his eyes. In every aspect of life, from his fat belly to his ex-cop mentality. Now, not all cops have this mentality, but he had that very, very power-hungry, whoa. I'm the boss, you're going to do what I say, type of mentality. And I just hated it with a passion. So did a lot of people in the company. Because he walked around with his chest stuck out and his big fat belly out in front of him. And this is what we're doing, this is how we're going to do it. And just was crap, right? Fast forward a little bit further, he tries to get me fired. He goes around, he goes straight to our boss, tries to get me fired. I've got people across the entire company, across all of the companies, the family of companies that are vouching for me at this point, that are saying, oh no, Dan's great, Dan's the best, Dan's the one who should be in that position, get rid of that guy, he's useless, nobody likes him anyways, he's, oh my gosh, tits on a boar hog, he's useless, right? And uh, and so the VP calls me, I'm on vacation in Canada, and this happens, like, I actually just got a reminder, it was like four or five years ago, today it happened, and uh, I got a call from him, and he goes, hey, Let's talk about this. I know you're on vacation, but we need to chat because you might not be coming back from vacation. And I said, huh, interesting. What a great way to start the conversation. I didn't say anything. I'd made some buddies with him, but I didn't really care for this guy either. He was a chauvinistic prick. But my point being is that I had a conversation with him. What I told him was, I said, you need to call other people in the company. Don't take this idiot's word for word for it. Sounds like he's after my job. Sounds like he wants me gone. Don't talk to my old boss. Don't talk to the president of the old company. He's on my side. Go call these other people. Cross the companies. Call them. Talk to them. Call this guy in West Texas. Call this person in Greeley. Call this person in Pennsylvania. Call this person in Kentucky. Call this person in Mississippi. Talk to them. Get their opinions on what I do whenever I go out there. Fast forward. A couple more weeks later, get off vacation. My boss is fired. They're asking me if I want his job. Because I built a network. I was able not only to keep my job because of the network that I built, because of the relationships I built throughout the company, I was not able to keep my job, but they offered me a promotion because of it. They found out what was going on, they found out who was there, and they found out who was actually doing the work. But if I would have had a network built, you know what would have happened? <laughs> Dan, don't worry about coming back from vacation. I know, I know you got two weeks left of your vacation. But don't worry about coming back. We're just going to let you go. Turn your stuff when you get back to Durango. Call it good. You're done. That's what would have happened. That was going to happen. But because I had a network, it didn't happen. 
Do you see how important it is to have a network? Do you see why it was so important for me to build all those relationships, to have those personal conversations with people? And everybody thought that I wasn't, not everybody, that idiot, everybody else knew I was working, but that idiot thought I wasn't working because I was building relationships. Really, the truth is, when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, he was jealous that I had relationships with people that he couldn't break into. And he wanted, he wanted to be the person who had all the contacts. He wanted to be the person who everybody called. He wanted that significance in his life and he wasn't getting it. And so he chose to go after me because I had that significance that he wanted, even though I could give a crap less about it. To me, it wasn't about significance. It was about helping them. It was about convincing them to do it right and get them to think it was their idea to do it right. That was the point. That's why I built those relationships because I knew I wasn't going to be in Mississippi every day to make sure they were doing it right. I knew it wasn't going to be in East Texas. I knew it wasn't going to be in North Carolina. I knew it wasn't going to be in Pennsylvania. I knew all that. I knew I couldn't be everywhere all the time, so I had to build relationships and build trust within people. Do you see where I'm going with this? Do you see why it's so important to build those relationships? If you're going to grow something that's bigger than you are, you have to have trust. And you have to have love and you have to have those relationships and those networking events. Right? Like, I, I'm not, okay, so everybody's going to look at me and they're going to be like, Dan, you're this huge extrovert. You get in front of a crowd and you kill it. Like, you can be in front of 500 people or 5 people or 5,000 people and you're like, not even nervous. First off, I'm super nervous before I get in front of a group of even 5 people. Okay, and if I'm supposed to be in charge of the room, I'm really good at stepping up and being in charge of that room and taking control of that. So I come across as an extrovert, but I'm really not. When you get me in a group of people, I'm more like, uh, uh, kind of hiding in a corner. I'm always a dude in the back of the room, trying not to be noticed or at the front, trying to get the best seat, right? But not pushing my way in, being nice. I'm that guy that nobody notices, but everybody remembers, because of my networking ability, because when I have conversations, I have great conversations with them. So I've got a few tips and tricks for you to build your network up to make it even better than what it's already at. Are you guys ready for these? Okay, so the first one that I've got is this, is in order to build a network, you have to talk about them. That's the first thing you gotta do whenever you get there. Don't talk about you, talk about them. If I come in and I tell you, oh, this is my business, this is how I do this, how great it is, this is what we do, blah, 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 blah. You've already tuned off. You might be thinking, oh, great, Dan's successful, awesome. You've turned out. But if I come in and I go, hey, where do you work? What do you do? How long have you been there? Are you married? Are you divorced? Do you have any kids? How many kids do you have? Oh, man, and I make some jokes and we have some small talk and we do this and that. And then 10 minutes later, you go, oh, what do you do? And I tell you just a little bit about myself. You're more perceptive to listen to who I am and what I do because I just invested in you as a person. So now it's easier for you to invest in me and my time because I spent time talking about you. Now, some people will always only talk about themselves. That's all there is to it. There's something you can do about it. That's just the way of life. Okay. That's what you got to deal with. It's not that big of a deal. You just go, oh, you're not worth my time and you move on. <laughs> okay. But for the most part, whenever you invest in somebody personally, when you get to know them, they will open up to you. And when they open up to you, take down notes. I used to have a notebook. Honestly, God, I had a notebook and I probably actually still have it in my drawer because <laughs> I don't throw anything away. But um, I had a notebook and I uh, I broke it down into areas. So when I went to Mississippi, I would write down somebody's name and I'd write down interesting facts about them, like Glenn's anniversary, um, Dale's birthday, 
the fact that Glenn has three kids that they got buried in Vegas or crap like that. And writing it down would help me remember it, number one. And then when I go back or when I had a phone call with him, I'd be like, hey, Glenn, happy anniversary, bud. How's it going? He'd be like, damn, your memory's good. No, my memory sucks, but my notes are good, right? I'm good at what I do because I make notes as to what I'm doing. And I look at those notes before I make that call. If I'm going to make a call to Glenn and ask him to do something, I'm going to have I'm going to have a minute and a half of casual conversation with him because I know Glenn loves to beat around a bush, right? So that's the key. Talk about them, make mental notes, and as soon as you can, take written notes about those people. Figure out a way to visualize them in your mind until you get to a spot you can write them down. Talk about them. Learn about them. Invest in them. That's the way you build relationships. Now, one of the things I talked about at the very beginning of this was that you don't want to burn the bridges. Now, I do have to say that if you have a toxic relationship, it's okay to burn that bridge on that network. Can't even talk, guys. It's okay to burn that bridge on that network because you know why? They're not going to benefit you and you're not going to benefit them. If it's a toxic relationship, burn that bridge and get out of it quick. As fast as you can. Because it's not going to do you any good to be in a toxic relationship. It's not going to do you any good to be networked with somebody who's toxic because you're going to leave them. And no matter what happens, they're going to talk crap about you. So that's why it's okay to leave those toxic relationships. Now I do want to say this, this comes from, it may not even come from Tony Robbins, but I heard it from Tony Robbins. He said, the only way to win is to burn the boats. The only way to take the Island is to burn the boats. If you want to win the war, you have to burn the boats that you sailed to that island on. If you don't burn the boats, you still have this thought in the back of your mind that you're going to get on that boat and go home. Well, networks are the same way. If you if you keep thinking, oh, if this relationship doesn't work out, I'm going to move on to the next one. No, every relationship has to matter. I, I'll tell you, I made relationships with people that nobody could make relationships with. It. And I'm not going to say everybody loved me, but a lot of people liked me. And when I left, I got more emails and generosity than anything else. So I left that company because I'd spent five and a half years building relationships. And I still have relationships with about 85% of those people. I still shoot them texts. I still do emails. I still follow them on social media or they follow me or whatever. And I have a conversation and they go, oh man, you're just living the life on social media. And it's like, uh, well, that's just social media life, right? Actually, social media in my life is real. But my point is, is like, You've got to have great relationships. You can't be afraid to burn the bad ones. I burned the one with my ex-boss. It's gone. He's gone. People have a tendency to burn their relationships with me really, really fast. I don't know what it is, but like they don't understand that you don't burn a relationship unless it needs to be gone. But like the dude friended me on Facebook and then the dude unfriended me on Facebook when he got fired. I've had several people do that. I don't know why that hurts, but it does. But it's like social media, they'll go on friend you. I had somebody the other day, they got mad, they quit. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad thing that they quit. It was a good thing. And they got mad and they quit. And then as soon as they quit, they unfriended me on Facebook and so did their parents. And it's like, we've been friends, family, friends for a long time. It's kind of silly of what you're doing, but you know, uh, it's okay with me. Like they burned that bridge. They burned that boat. They thought it was a toxic relationship or they're idiots. I don't know what it is. I can't answer that question because well, I'm not in their shoes, but I can tell you that like, I don't burn very many relationships because I, I get along with almost everyone for the most part. And the people I don't get along with, I don't want to get along with. So what I want to do today is I just want to encourage you guys to build huge networks. Never stop building your network. No matter what you're doing, consistently, constantly build your network. And build it in a way that you could never imagine. Build it in a way that helps. Build it in a way that empowers you, that makes you better. Don't build it in a way 
that tears you down or tears others down. Build in a way that only builds you up and builds others up. Guys, goodness. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed this. It was a little bit slower paced, a little bit down, a little bit more personal. We got into some stuff in my life that I don't usually talk about, so I'm glad you guys joined it. Hope you enjoyed this. If you didn't like it, what the heck are you still doing here? Don't waste your time. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed it. Remember, like, share, and share this podcast. Share, 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 share. All right? All right, we'll catch you guys later. Bye.